Welcome to Moments in Truth. I am your host, G.T. Stikes. The purpose of Moments in Truth is to give you a few minutes of encouragement by providing simple truths from God's Word, identified and explained from a biblical worldview. Now, our series this month is 13 lessons that we can learn from the life of Christ. Now, that's a short number because we have so much that we can learn from the life of Christ. We may just be revisiting this series and adding to it down the road. Now, in this series, I want to look at not just the things that we can learn from Jesus himself, but also things that we can learn from those who are around Jesus during his life and also those who were influenced by him, all while staying within the gospel books. Now, maybe we should rename it to 13 Lessons from the Gospel, but I like Life of Christ since Jesus will be our primary study. Now, for the first lesson, I would like to consider something that happened at the very beginning of Jesus's life, at conception, when he was in his mother's womb. Now, if you have your Bible, turn with me to Luke chapter 1. Otherwise, please follow along as I read, starting in verse 26. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Now, the sixth month is in reference to Mary's cousin Elizabeth, who is pregnant at this time. It is during her sixth month of pregnancy that the angel Gabriel comes to Mary. Verse 27 says, To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Now, Mary was betrothed to a man named Joseph. Now, betrothed means that she was promised to him. Now, this was an arranged marriage, and she was going to be his wife soon. Now, technically, we don't know whether or not Joseph has even met Mary at this time. I know that the idea might be contrary to any movie or play that you've ever seen about this event, but in many of the arranged marriages in Bible times, the couple met for the first time on their wedding night. So that kind of gives us a little bit more perspective as to what Mary and Joseph were already nervous coming into this marriage, not really knowing each other, and then also um, coming on to be the parents of the Messiah. So a lot of responsibility there. Well, look with me at verse 28. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now I want to highlight something here. The question often comes up, Why was Mary chosen? And we see here in the text that she was chosen because she found favor with God. In other words, she loved and cared for God. Now, could anyone who loved God become the mother of Jesus? No. Now, the woman would have had to meet certain criteria. For instance, she would have had to have been a woman, obviously, to be able to have the child. Second, she had to be a virgin. Third, she would need to be a Jew and be from the lineage of Judah. All of this would have had to have happened within God's perfect timetable. And then lastly, she would have needed to love and honor God. Now, God chose Mary specifically, and we will see what she thought about God in just a moment. Look with me at verse 31. 
And behold, you will conceive your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Now we see the angel Gabriel, a messenger of God, identifying that Mary will conceive Jesus and he will be in her womb. Look with me at verse 32. Angel Gabriel continues to say, He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Verses 32 through 33 here identify the greatness of Jesus. He will be great. He will be identified as the Son of God, the Son of the Highest, and God will give him the throne over Israel forever. Look with me at verse 34. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now Mary asks, How is this even possible, since she's still a virgin? And the angel Gabriel identifies that the Holy Spirit of God will make it possible. Verse 36 says, Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now, Mary's response is interesting. Mary knew already the prophecies of Jesus' coming because this would have been in her formal teaching, in her upbringing. But Mary does not go into shock. She does not argue whether or not she is qualified. And she does not fight with the angel or tell him to go away. She identifies herself as a maidservant of the Lord. Now, a maidservant was simply a humble servant, one that did whatever the master told her to do. Now, you have arguably the greatest woman in history who was chosen to carry the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the one who took mankind's sins away and did the greatest work that no one else could have ever done. And you don't see her bartering for a greater position from the angel Gabriel. She does not demand money or power or anything. She simply identifies herself as a servant to her master, God Almighty. And this shows us incredible humility, respect, and love for the God of the Bible. Now, what's our takeaway here? Well, Mary doesn't argue. She doesn't fight. She humbly accepts what opportunity that God has given her. This is a great reminder for us today that when God opens an unexpected door, a plan that we had clearly not put in place ourselves, or an opportunity that we never asked for, we need to respond in humility, with thankfulness and obedience. We should not fight God back. We should not run in the opposite direction like Jonah did. Now, you never know how God may use you. We have all heard the phrase, God works in mysterious ways. Now, remember, God's way is not our way. 
If God opens a door for you, expect it or not, push on it. You never know where it may lead. Now, if you would like a particular meditation for today, I would encourage you to meditate on Luke chapter 1 and verse 37, which says, For with God, nothing will be impossible. And this is a great reminder for us that God can do anything in our lives when we are open to it. Now, as you're struggling today to think about the right things, and as you go through the different virtues of Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8, add in Luke chapter 1 and verse 37, and remember that God's resources are infinite, which means that he can help you with anything. Now, we have a tendency to limit God in the way that we think, but God has no limitations. Let's chew on that today. Now, let me go to the Lord in prayer for you today. Lord and Heavenly Father, I pray for the listeners today. I pray that you would continue to provide for them encouragement and help with whatever struggle that they are facing today. Lord, help us throughout our every days to not give up. I pray, Lord, that we would continue to push forward. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to respond to opportunities with humility and with thankfulness. And Lord, I pray that as you open up opportunities in our lives, Lord, help us to push on that door and to follow as you have set for us to follow. Lord, help us not to give up. Help our minds not to help us give in to the problem, Lord, but instead help us to just rest and rely on you and help us to remember that with you, nothing will be impossible. In your name, I pray these things. Amen. Well, please join me for episode three. We will continue to explore the response of Mary to God for giving her this opportunity. Thank you for listening to Moments in Truth with G.T. Stikes. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to today's podcast. We would love for more people to hear the truth of God's word. And you can help us reach more people by sharing, following, and subscribing to this podcast. Please be sure to check today's show notes for links to any additional resources, encouragements, and how you can help with this ministry.